0: Hi, and welcome to the On the Hill Podcast with me, your host, Catherine Getty. Each Thursday, I'll peel back the curtain of what happens in Washington from breaking down current events without the bias to interviews with fellow political nerds, and even, and maybe most importantly, ways for you to get involved with our U.S. government. Welcome back to another episode of the On the Hill Podcast. It may feel very much like deja vu if you've been watching the US government funding over the last couple of days, because yet again, there is a government funding cliff when, which basically means when government funding is going to expire. Now it's going to partially expire if Congress doesn't act as of this Friday. But before we dive into what's happening this week in Washington, today's episode, I'm gonna give you first the context of when these policy decisions are being made, what's happening in Washington. Second, I'm going to give you a rundown of how slash what the current funding for the government looks like. So you have an understanding of what the mechanisms look like. And then third, I'm gonna give you the T on, are we gonna have a government shutdown this week? But you gotta listen to the whole episode to learn more. So let's set the stage. The context of when this policy discussion of when government funding is happening or how it's going to happen It's happening in a presidential election year in the U.S. slash general elections, so state, local elections. And it's traditional for Congress that in a presidential election year or in a a midterm election year that the House and Senate are in Washington, D.C., less they are basically, there are less session days where they can vote on legislation, they can have committee hearing meetings, than the other time they are expected to be in their districts doing constituent services. It also has a double, you know, benefit of they are actually seeing their constituents of who might reelect them if they're running for re-election. But I digress. So we now know Congress is going to be in DC less. There's about 100 days of legislating going to be happening in 2024. So think about that. Less than a third of the days of 2024, Congress will be in DC. Okay. So given it's an election year, it'll also mean that, you probably guessed it, tensions are slash will be even higher. The political side, which is completely separate from what happens in the official business of legislating, will absolutely, that political context will absolutely weigh on members. will weigh on staff. will weigh on how things get across the line, when things get across the line, because the name of the game is pointing to the other side of the aisle sometimes of what's a contrast. Not name-calling, but providing a contrast to voters of, well, the other side is going to do X, I would do Y. So we now know how many days Congress is going to be in D.C. to do the actual business of legislating, their official job. I've given you the context of, OK, there's likely going to be higher tensions, that political side. So as of right now, in January 2024, what is happening? Well, the government's being funded via a continuing resolution, which there's a shorthand of CR. It's just the acronym. But D.C. loves a good... Uh, alphabet soup. So if you ever hear me talking in acronyms, that's probably why. So the shorthand is CR. A CR is a temporary funding measure passed by legislative body. So in this case, Congress. And it provides stopgap funding for agencies and programs, typically for a period of time. So it could be for 30 days, two days, the rest of the fiscal year, whatever Congress decides that wants it to be. This typically happens, a continuing resolution happens when the regular budget process isn't completed before the end of the fiscal year. But I will say I have lived in D.C. over 10 years, and it has never worked along the lines of the 12 different appropriations bills getting passed in the same time. I think I looked online, and it was since the 70s, it may may have happened one or two times where all 12 bills are passed It's not working, but I'm not here to talk about that. I'm not here to to dive in maybe how to change that. I'm giving you the lay of the land as it stands. So right now, the government is being funded via a continuing resolution. The purpose of this continuing resolution is to keep the government open while legislators have continued conversations about how are we going to spend the money, the taxpayers' money? How are we going to fund the government? What is more, you know, If we give more money to this, then we have to take a little bit from this. So now that you have the definition of what a CR is and that it is currently funding the government, I want to give you the history and the background of the current continuing resolution. So back in November, think back 45 days, Congress approved a continuing resolution to keep the government funded through two different dates. They called it a laddered continuing resolution or a laddered CR. This honestly was the first time I've ever seen something like this. I've always seen a continuing resolution to X, like a singular date, all government funding into a singular date. But this laddered CR was something that the House proposed. And it if you think back to where the House was in November, they had just elected a new House speaker. It had taken three weeks to get a new House speaker, the previous House speaker of Kevin McCarthy had been, you know, the motion to vacate had been called after he had done a continuing resolution. So government funding was a touchy subject in the House Republican Conference. If you think back to November, the latter CR provided an opportunity to say, okay, we're going to have two dates by which Congress needs to get their act together to do all 12 appropriations bills. How it worked was going to be the expiration of of Friday, January 19th was going to be military construction, veterans affairs, transportation, housing, and and energy in the energy department. Then the rest of the government was going to be expiring on February 2nd. Basically, the harder, stickier issues were going to be February 2nd. What has happened in that timeframe is there have continued to be conversations about government funding, both in the House and Senate. But I would say, arguably, not a lot of movement. And so this continuing resolution being having an expiration date of this Friday, since there was little movement, they needed more time. So House Republicans, a lot of what they ran on in 2022 was, we're going to move government back to regular order. They focused a lot of their structure in ensuring, okay, committees are doing the work. You know, it's really a committee-driven, a member-driven process. And the hope was that the appropriations process that I had mentioned previously hasn't worked, would get back to a, a normalcy. I think there are a lot of other competing factors that happen in 2023, and we can litigate that another day. But I think when we think about the January 19th and February 2nd, the hope was that there would be some time to get all 12 together. I don't think the holidays happening during that time period really helped the conversations, but but alas, Friday, January nineteenth, and February second were selected. So this deadline has been approaching. And as of this Sunday, so what? if you're listening in real time, it would have been Sunday, January fourteenth. As of that day, a new agreement was released by the House and the Senate. So House Speaker Mike Johnson, a Republican of Louisiana, and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, a Democrat of New York, came to a framework that would say, okay, we're gonna extend government funding again to March 1st and March 8th. The hope is, is that they will yet again get the 12 bills together and finish fiscal year 2024 appropriations. For context, fiscal year 2024 appropriations should have been, by theory, by how it's laid out, decided before September 30th, 2023, because fiscal year 2024 starts October 1, 2023. So all the conversations that are happening right now are about the current fiscal year. I'm not even going to get into the topic that fiscal year 2025 is rapidly approaching. October 1st, 2024 is when that new fiscal year will start, and those conversations, which the appropriations process takes a very long time, haven't started, will likely be starting soon. So there is a thought that with this March 1st and March 8th, we could be having two fiscal year conversations at the same time. But I digress. We can talk about that another day. For the you know discussion today, what's happening in Washington, I'll say this. We got the context of there's less legislative days in 2024. It's an election year. The government funding is going to be expiring as of January 19th for part of the government and February 2nd. A new agreement has been released as of January 14th to keep the government open till March 1st and March 8th. The hope is that the continued conversations will happen to finish fiscal year 2024 appropriations. If I was a betting person, I would say that it likely passes this new March 1 and March 8th Agreement will 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 pass with the help of Democrats because there is a razor thin Republican majority. You've already seen House Republican House Freedom Caucus, which is a more conservative part of the Republican Conference, express their displeasure with this new agreement because they feel that their constituents send them to Washington to change things up. I don't think that they will vote for this agreement. You will see it pass the House. You'll see it pass the Senate. You'll see the President sign it. Could there be a short government shutdown over the weekend depending on how long it takes to process these votes possibly um, but I don't think there will be too much um, impact because government shutting down is never good so I hope that gives you the tea my hope as I started this conversation of will the government shut down, is it's a big no but you know Congress still has to debate it vote on it We'll see how it develops this week. I'm recording uh, Tuesday of this week before the the episode releases on Thursday, so this is the, the hot news as of now. I'll continue to keep you posted on what's happening in Washington. I hope this gives you kind of a primer of what's a continuing resolution? How is Congress dealing with it, given they have less legislative days and it is an election year, and what does it mean for the American people as always, thank you so much for joining this episode of the On the Hill podcast. If you want to learn more about myself, my Instagram handle is at Katherine Getty. If you want to learn more about the podcast, the handle is on the hill DC Podcast. And as always, tune in next week for another episode of On the Hill.